This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. This is episode 261 of the Shattered Soulstone, season 21 PTR, finally. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get your free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstonebooks2020. Over 100 80,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, MP3 player, or your real man's phone. It is Tuesday, May 19th, 2020, and I am back. Shazam. Um... I guess, I guess you could say we got a bunch of news this week, kinda. There's a bunch of Activision and Blizzard news, there's... Um, last week, I talked about, um, Diablo 2, um, Resurrected possibly being made by Vicarious Visions, um, and then this week they come out and say Vicarious Visions is is, has been working on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered, and it is coming out this September, um, you know, it's, that would be two games they're working on if well, technically three, I guess, but, um, you know, two different UPCs, I guess. If they were also working on, um, Diablo 2. But we at least got, you know, they're working on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and... Back in the early 2000s, that was, um... That was one of my favorite games to play on the um, the consoles of the time of the Dreamcast and stuff. I, I rebought it on Dreamcast, you know, a couple months ago because I had um, you know fond memories of playing it, and the music and everything was always so good in the games. So I had like basically all the metal and punk music from back in 
stuff like that, and um, you know, that's the music I was into back then. So, yeah, September, we'll be getting Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remastered or whatever, um, redone, and it'll be on, I think, most consoles and PC. I don't know about the Switch, but I know it's on the other two. Um, yeah. Today, um, Sega gave me the greatest news of all. That um, Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming to PC um, May 27th, which is, I think, what, eight days away? Somewhere around there. Yeah, next, um, yeah, next Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait. Their, their maintenance... And the reason it's coming out on the 27th is because our maintenance is weird. You know, Blizzard's maintenance is Tuesday mornings. You know, Fantasy Star Online's maintenance is 2 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday night. Going into Wednesday morning, you know. So, I guess right after that maintenance is whenever we're going to be able to play it on PC. Which I'm getting word that I'm going back to work next week, so um, I'll be at work then. So, <laughs> you know, my boss told me he was going to get a hold of me this week. It is now Tuesday, you know, late Tuesday at not what 9:30, and he hasn't talked to me. He hasn't gotten a hold of me yet. So, you know, three more days, and then if he doesn't get a hold of me, then I got next week off too. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to complain too much. But, um, you know, the only thing that's going to change is, you know, I'll be able to get back to normal life and stuff like that. I don't think the pay is going to change that much, but, um, but I'll just have less time to play video games at that point, which... You know, at this point in time, two months of, um, you know, and it's been, it'll be two months the end of this week. Two months of sitting at home, you know, playing video games, that's, it's a lot of time, man. You know, giant complaining, you know, a lot of you people probably wouldn't complain either if you could sit at home for two months to play video games, but... You know, it starts. There's a lot of weird things that happen that you wouldn't quite expect just from sitting at home. I'm not going to get into it right now, but yeah, I'd like to get a little bit more active and stuff, and um, you know, lose the weight I put on, and um, you know, and actually get back to work. For, you know, however long I'm currently working at this job, I don't know. We'll see. I'm still debating on whether or not to put in an application somewhere else or not. I debate that every week. Um, 
Yeah. Um, I guess Blizzard is going to be at some Summer Games Fest next month. And next month is going to be the 20th anniversary of Diablo 2. And there's speculation that they're going to announce it there. But, um, you know, there's other things that people ain't, ain't talking about, which is they said that, um, you know, regional testing for Diablo Immortal is also starting in June. And you guys can't tell me that um, them talking about Diablo Immortal at, you know, a big convention, you know, like that is it wouldn't be big news, you know, whether it be good news or bad news, depending on what side of the fence you guys are on. But um, yeah, you always got to think about that too. But um, yeah, that's really all the news. Other than the patch notes that I'm going to get into here in a minute. That's really all the really big news coming out this week. I think in like the gaming that we talk about anyway. Um, or at least I talk about. Um, yeah. So I'll get into the patch notes. Season 21 is, it's going to be called Trials of Tempests, and this is going to help leveling, I guarantee you that. Um, it says, your character will occasionally, every two minutes, whether it's going to be on a timer or not, I can't tell you guys that until next week. But um, I'll tell you, you know, how often this stuff triggers here after I, you know, next week on the show. Because, um, you know, when it launches on Thursday, I'll download it and um, do all the testing that you guys would expect me to do at this point. Um, so yeah, your character will occasionally, every two minutes, channel an elemental power, which unleashes with the environment with the environment for a limited time. Unleashes into the environment for a limited time. And this is going to harken back to season 19, for some of them, not all of them. Meteor, meteors rain from the sky around you. Um, breathing lightning, that's a new one. I haven't seen that one before. A wall of flames engulfs everything. Hopefully there's no bug and it kills um, hardcore people or your hardcore friends. You know what I mean? Cross fingers, there's no bug with that. <laughs> And um, release twisters of pure energy. And the other one is 
crush your foes under the weight of rolling snowballs. So I would assume that would be Act 5. Um, the big guys that throw snowballs at you and they roll up and, you know. So we don't, at this point in time, we don't know until, you know, the PTR is released. But that's going to help with leveling. Because, you know, it's going to trigger no matter what, every two minutes or whatever, occasionally every two minutes. And I don't know if it's just going to be meteors and then lightning and then wall of flame and then, you know, twisters and then snowballs. I don't know if it's going to do that or if it's going to be in any certain order or what. But, um, yeah, it's, essentially it's probably going to be, it's going to kill everything on the screen and then you go and do something else. Um, but underneath this it says two unique, two unique new rewards, a portrait frame and a pet will be granted to players who complete the season 21 journey. Again, I'll probably post this on Twitter on um, Thursday as soon as it goes live. Because I did that, you know, season 20-ish. Whenever that happened. Um, yeah, I will... I will let it be known which pets they are and what portrait frame it is. You know, as soon as I get the word on Thursday, and I will post that on Twitter. Getting into the items, um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start by saying this. I'm gonna refrain all judgment of this, either A, until the final form of this happens, or B, until I can figure out how much power this, you know, set really is lacking or has. Because I can cry about it all day and it's not going to change anything at this, you know. But, um. I'll just leave it at that. The, um. The new Demon Hunter set, Gears of the Dreadlands. Um, doesn't, they don't tell you what places on the, the body your pieces are going to go. Um, so I'm just going to assume it's going to be the normal places that everything else goes, you know, head, chest, pants, boots, shoulders, gloves, um, I think I got them all. Pretty sure I got them all. Um, yeah, um, cause they don't tell you anything like that. The, um, the two-piece, it says gain a momentum stack when attacking with a primary skill. Each momentum stack lasts two seconds at a maximum duration of ten seconds. Your primary skills deal 10% more damage per stack of momentum. Okay, now, 
a few things that, that are really foggy about this. Does that mean we can only have five stacks because they're going to start falling off every two seconds? Because it says a maximum of 10 seconds. It, it's very unclear, you know, and then when you, get, you would get a 50% bonus to your primary skills. Which in the grand scheme of things isn't anything. But that's just a two-piece set, so it's not going to give you that much damage. Um, the four-piece set bonus, which is always the defensive um, bonus, is casting strafe against enemies will automatically shoot your last used primary skill and also gives 60% damage reduction while strafing. And for ten or and for five seconds after, while casting strafe, you move faster per stack of momentum. Okay, n n now this adds another question to it. Since the four-piece set, um, you know, you move faster with straight with how many things of momentum? And your strafe automatically shoots your last used primary skill. Does the four-piece set automatically trigger the two-piece set because you're using your primary skill? That's something we need to find out again when the PTR comes live. And that's where everything... Like everything gets foggy until we can actually play it and figure out, you know. Because with a four-piece set procs a two-piece, that would make this set all right. If you got to stop every two to five seconds to to cast your primary skills and then go back to strafing, one, this set's trash, and two. You know, manually channeling is, is useless because you know you gotta you gotta sit there for at least one second to actually get a buff, and then you immediately gotta stop and hit momentum. You know, go back to your casting your primary skill. So so yeah, uh, we'll find out I guess on on Thursday about all this stuff. And then the six-piece bonus, which they need to bump this one, this first number up a bunch. Your primary skills deal 10,000% more damage. Um, UE set does 39,000% more damage more than this, this six-piece set bonus. And you can do everything with UE that you can do with this. And do more damage. Um, so that's you know that's my take on it currently until I play it and if I play the seventy if I go to seventy get this thing and then go this play, this thing's trash you know I what do you, what do you do after that go to the forums and complain I, I don't know. So, um, said I would reserve judgment, um, 
I'm very leery on this set currently. Because there's other sets that already do strafe. There's other sets that are way more powerful than this currently. Um, the other stuff that they buffed... Um, Leo 9, Bow of Hashir. It, um, Bolas have, it used to be a 30% chance. Now it's a 100% chance to, ex on explosion, to pull in all enemies within 24 yards and deal 100 to 150% more damage. So when you cast Bolas, it'll pull everything in, suck it all together. Thing within 24 yards, suck it all together. And essentially, you could become a um, essentially a barbarian. I hate that some of these pronunciations. E M I M E I's duffel. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna butcher that one. Bolas now explode instantly. It's been like that, but they added a 150 to 175 percent damage buff. So essentially, um, Bola's got a 250 to 325 percent damage buff if you put both you know the bow and the, the duffel bag together so that's not too terrible um, the ninth Siri satchel um, hungering arrows it used to be um, 20 to 25 percent um, chance to pierce now it's guaranteed to pierce and also deal 450 to 500 percent increased damage so they buffed hungering arrow quite a bit so all this stuff's gonna help with leveling because you you get you used to get all this stuff really early, and um, now it's they're buffing all the damage on everything, especially the and a couple things when I talk about it. Odyssey's end, um, and if enemies snarled by the entangling shots, take it used to be 20 to 25 percent increased damage. Now it's a hundred oh, 150 percent increased damage from all sources. So, if I was gonna make a um, a support demon hunter, I would definitely put Odyssey's End in there, and I would put Leo 9's Bow of Hashir in there. Now would be grouping everything up and 
allowing everybody to do 150 to 200% increased damage on it. That's what I would do. Um, yeah, because you're essentially sucking everything up with bolas, and it automatically put the, um, you know, increased damage on it. I think it's pretty good. 100 to 150% increased damage. Um, the one that I was talking about earlier, Hunter's Wrath, um, your primary skills attack 30% faster in deal. It used to be 45 to 60% increased damage. Now it's 150 to 200% increased damage. So, it's a good belt to have. Um, problem being, uh, boy. Problem being, if you want to, if you want to run. If Strafe's a channeling skill, which I would assume Strafe would be a channeling skill, either you're going to wear Hunter's Wrath or cube it, or you're going to cube Manila Channeling or wear it, or not do, um, what the heck's it called? I can't think. Captain Crimson set. I would personally, I would definitely put the Hunter's Wrath in the cube and wear the Captain Crimson set. That's a little bit more glass. No, no, not essentially not. No, that wouldn't be more glass cannony. It kind of would be, but um, definitely be more damage because of the thirty percent faster attack speed um, that's assuming that you could um, attacks 30% faster when you're strafing I guess guess we're gonna all have to test that again on Thursday um, the last buff that the demon hunter got which is the holy point shot the impel throws two additional knives. That's what its legendary power always has been. At least for a while. And now it deals 75 to 100% increased damage. So they buffed the damage um, a bit on that. On the, sh you know, so the shadow impel demon hunter is going to be, you know gonna be able to go a bit higher so I would assume it's gonna be number one on the leaderboards again I would assume it's going to overtake the um, you know the what the heck you call it the, the laud set that we currently have that's I think currently number one or impale and them are fighting over number one spot 
I think with this buff, I think it's going to, um, I think it's going to take the number one spot. So, yeah. The other set that we're getting this season is ne Necromancer Masquerade of the Burning Carnival. Um, Two-piece bonus. Your simulacrums no longer take damage. Gain all ruins. And the cooldown is refreshed when you die. No longer takes damage. Grants all ruins. And the cooldown is refreshed when you die. So essentially, does it last forever? The four-piece bonus is when you have a simulacrum, damage is reduced by 50%. Damage you take is split with your simulacrums as well. So it's essentially, essentially a, a, a unity buff with simulacrum. So you and the simulacrums essentially got a unity buff. In the six piece set, your bone spear deals 10,000% increased damage. Okay. Simulacrums gain triple this bonus. So when your simulacrums throw a bone spear, they're going to be doing 30,000% more damage. And you're only going to be doing 10. Um, again, need to test this. But, I don't know. It's definitely different, I'll, get, I'll tell you that. Um, we shall see. And then they, they started buffing other stuff on the, um, the Necromancer. They started buffing and nerfing and stuff like that, I guess, to try and, um, I guess, change things up, maybe. Because Grasp of Essence, um, I believe them are gloves. When an exploding corpse damages at least one enemy, your corpse explosion deals it used to be 75 to 100 percent damage now it's 150 to 150 to 200 percent increased damage for six seconds stacking up to five times so essentially they double the damage on graphs graphs of essence so These gloves are the start of them buffing Corpse Explosion. Haunted Visions, I believe that is a um, an amulet for the for, I mean for the Necromancer. Simulacrum now drains. It used to be five percent of your maximum life. Now it's one percent of your maximum life every second, and it, it used to be in a last twice as long. Now it drains 1% of your maximum life every second. 
and it lasts forever. And it says they can now duplicate Grim Scythe instead of Skeletal Mage. So Simulacrums used to deal 5%. If you're used to drain 5% of your maximum damage every second and last twice as long. Now Simulacrums drain 1% of your maximum life every second and last forever. And instead of duplicating um, Skeletal Mage, it duplicates Grim Scythe now. So they took off Skeletal Mage on the this amulet and put Grim Scythe. Which essentially they are nerfing the lot set. Um Razeth's Volition. Skeletal mages gain the effect of the gift of death ruin. That's what it used to be. Um, these are shoulders, by the way. For some reason, I thought it was a helmet in Discord, but yeah, then I googled it, and now it's, uh, it's shoulders. Now it's um, skeletal mages gain the effect of gift of death ruin and singularity ruin. You gain 35 to 60% damage reduction if your essence is not full. That would be, I guess, good for Laud. I, I don't play Laud very much. I play the, um, the OG Skeletal Mage um, build if I was going to play Necro. That seems pretty good for a, um, you know, for the, for the other set, um, drawing a blank. I always run it every season, I just can't remember what it is, but anyway. The Jess, the Jesseth set, two-piece set bonus, um, while you're Skeletons are commanded to attack a target. You deal 400% increased damage. So I would assume since you deal 400% more damage, that means your skeletons, do, your um, minions deal more damage. I, I don't know offhand. I would assume that would be the way it works. And they, they buffed Narius, the four-piece set bonus. Boon Armor grants an additional, what used to be 2% damage reduction for every enemy hit. And now um, the Narius set, um, it grants an additional 3% damage reduction for every enemy hit. So they buffed it. I guess 33%, but it's essentially only 1% um, buff for every enemy you hit. They, they buff the Pestilence set, 
and this is where um, yeah so if you go back to when I started with talking about the necro the grass of essence if you put this with the the pestilence set I guess it's gonna buff the crap out of you but the six piece set it used to be each corpse each corpse you consume grants an empowered bone spear charge that increases the damage of your next bone spear by 3,300%. In addition, corpse lance and corpse explosion damage is increased by, it used to be 1,650%, and now they um, essentially doubled that. And now your corpse lance and corpse explosion damage is increased by 3,300%. So your bone spear, your corpse lance, and your corpse explosion do 3,300% more damage with the pestilence set. Um, so they're trying to, they're tr essentially they're trying to buff every set for the necromancer sort of kind of the crusader um you know when they first came out with this new set it went from the shield of fury not having a stack limit to having a stick a 60 stack limit then it having a 20 stack limit and now the shield of fury has a 10 stack limit um, so yeah they nerfed the um, you know the new, the new crusader set again now you can only get 10 stacks of um, of that buff because you know they were they were taking they were taking the leaderboards by storm I guess and they didn't like that um, so the other stuff that they changed and stuff like that the stone of Jordan that um, nobody really used before you know it really wasn't in anybody's like endgame builds guess we'll find out what happens now um, they added a, a legendary power to this spring this each of your elemental damage bonus is equal to your highest static elemental bonus to skill um, so if it works the way it reads, that means if you have this ring on, or you have it cubed, let's say you have, you know, 30% fire damage bonus, and you would have all the other damage bonuses 30% because you have this ring. Or if it's just based on skills alone, I don't know offhand. 
Each of your elemental damage bonus is equal to your highest static elemental bonus to skill. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess I'm going to definitely test that one out on PTR. Or at least wear it and see what happens. Um, Reaper's Wraps, you know, it was a good, um, a good, um, item for the, the one, um, Skeletal Mage builds, and it was for essentially every Skeletal Mage build that I know of, but they added a two-second internal cooldown to the health orb effect. So that means whenever you pick up a health globe and you get that big boost to your your essence, you ain't getting it again for two more seconds. Um, so good luck keeping all your mages. Manila channeling and now works with the mech, the necromancer siphon blood. So we. We have that in the convention of elements they added non-static to the wording of the legendary power description the function is unchanged um, I don't know why well, change the wording we already knew what it did the skills that they changed um, this is where it's going to make some people happy and it's going to it's going to tick off other people but for necromancer final service is the, the necromancer's cheat death and when you're playing a necromancer like a skeletal mage with your all your minions out and you proc um, all your everything disappears and it's just you so and then you know every second or two your your um, you know your little minions start coming back but they take forever to come back and um, yeah, it's, it's not fun. So, Final Service no longer consumes your pets. So when you proc, I don't know how they're going to tell you, hey, you procced, other than, you know, you go red for a second and you're back to whatever health you were at, um, you know, Whatever brings you back out, I can't remember. Will it be full health, half health, quarter health, whatever? But, um, at least you'll have some, you know, defense in front of you for you to not get, um, one-shotted. Bone Prison, um, Simulacrums now benefit from the pat from this passive skill which that's pretty cool serration 
Simulacrums now benefit from this passive skill. Corpse Explosion. Um, damage increased from 350 to 1050 percent. So your corpse explosion, they doubled it and a little bit more, basically two and a half percent, two and a half times I guess, the damage. Actually, um, yeah, they buffed the crap out of corpse explosion. So added to that, added to the pestilence set and the grass of essence. That's gonna be um, that'd be a decent set to play, I guess. And here comes the nerf. Witch doctor, spirit barrage. A lot of people enjoyed playing this build season 20. You know, a ton of people like playing it. But Spirit Barrage, the Spectres from the Phantasm Ruin, no longer benefit from the pets bonuses. From pet bonuses. So therefore, they no longer benefit from your Enforcer Ruin gem. They no longer benefit from the um, Mask of Jerem. You know, they no longer benefit from any of that stuff. So therefore, they nerfed, they nerfed, essentially they nerfed a, a bunch. We'll see how far this thing goes season 21 when a PTR comes out. But that seems to be a pretty big nerf. That's a, that's a lot of damage dumb things ain't going to be doing now. And... A couple bug fixes fixed a rare issue. The players could could enter a locked party and become unable to enter games, change game settings. And Necromancer fixed an issue where skeletal mages were not attacking certain creatures. So they fixed um, them two things. And yeah, that's the end of the patch notes. I will be playing it, you know, as soon as you can download it and play it on Thursday, which is in two days. And then next week I'll give you guys my, my thoughts and stuff on it. Um, yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll definitely be playing it and we'll see what happens going forward I guess I sure wish that they would buff um, chakrams I really really wish that they would have done that 
You know, it wouldn't take very much either, just add a damage bonus to... You know, the... the quiver, or buff the damage on the, um... The Sword of Ill Will, do something, you know. Wanted to see that. Everybody wanted that. Well, I don't know why they just didn't buff a little bit. Make people... Make more people happy. I, we all had strafe. We'll see. We'll see on Thursday, I guess. Um, Diablo lore. We got a Jen's lore corner at bookagen.net. The um, you know, she put out 20 episodes of Diablo lore, 15 to 20 minute episodes, and. Yeah, pretty good. You can um, go there, listen to them, and I'm sure I'm sure the 21st episode will be out here pretty soon. It's pretty neat because it'll coincide with the season 21. Yeah, that's. That's essentially the patch notes on um, on Diablo season 21. I'll tell you guys again Thursday on Twitter what the um, what the pet and the um, thing what the pet and the portrait are. Everybody wants to know that. Um, and then, you know, by the time Greed and everybody gets off work, I'll be I'll be level 70, and I'll be able to you know power level everybody on the PTR, and you know we can all test it, see what's what. Other than that, my weeks in gaming, I just played Fantasy Star all week, essentially. I should know that by now. I, um, I got my first, my first character to max level, and started working on other stuff, started making money in the game. Thing I'm up to like, you know, 10 or 12 million, um, you know, whatever, whatever the money's called, you know, I'm not going to tell you guys because it's irrelevant, but I got a nice start on the, um, the thing I could buy essentially anything I wanted to in the game, if I really wanted to, if I really wanted to spend all my money at once, but... Yeah, um, I'm waiting for, I can't, I can't wait for next week till the PC release comes, because I'm, I'm tired of playing on the freaking console. Like, I don't know if it's the servers or just this freaking Xbox, but you're on a, a really populated, um, 
you know, portion. And you just basically just turn the camera, you know, over all the people that are standing there. And it's just like stuttering and stuff like that. And you're like, God, this Xbox sucks. Um, you know, my PC would be so much better with this game than this freaking Xbox, but it is what it is. You know, it'll be out in eight days, so eight more days of this console, and then I can get my, um, what next called thing I play WoW with. Razor, um, can't think. Orb Weaver. Yeah. Get that all macroed out and, um, make this game so much better. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been doing. I've been, um, essentially, that's all I've been doing. I played. To, to, th to this day, you guys could probably count because it's on screen. Um, I got like 300 and some hours in this game so far, so. Yeah, and essentially I haven't played it a month yet. I have over 300 hours, and I do know how to do the math, and I do know that's a lot of days because it's over half of a month. And, um, yeah. I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm happy that I played <laughs> that I played this game over half of a month of, um, of time in a, in a month. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just can't wait for you know, other people to try this out. I'm trying to try and get at least a couple people on Discord to play this game. Greed for one. Um, see what other people think about this game. I guess is this has been like my favorite franchise other than Diablo for like my whole adult life. And, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely holds a place in my heart. Um, other than that, my other media, I don't know, you guys may think that this is, you know, this is weird or, Before this, before the, um, before this series, you know, stopped being a series, you know, before its final episodes and stuff, I wanted my parents to get me all the seasons, because back then you could get all the seasons up until then, and then I was just going to buy every season after that until the end of the show on DVD um, but they had it for like you know 70 bucks or whatever back then and 
I think it, they had it released over in Europe or something like that. But it never came to America. My parents were going to buy it online and stuff for me. Or give me the money and I was going to buy it online or something like that for Christmas. But um, I can't remember the reason, but it never happened. You know, I think, I think essentially it was because my parents couldn't get it could only get it online so therefore they just chose just not get it for me because um, back then they didn't buy anything online because they were afraid that all their stuff was going to get stolen and stuff like that you know like old people old people's um, fears but this series then the series ended and before the series ended, um, you know, I, I got rid of Cable, so therefore I never seen the series finale. And years later now, I go back, I'm like, God, I really want to see the, the series finale and stuff, and like I always just wanted to, you know, I always just wanted to see it, and... It seems weird, um, but the reason that this series, <laughs> the reason I, the, the reason I started watching this series is because um, when I started, um, when I started um, dating this girl at work, I would always go places with her, <laughs> and, um, you know, we'd go out on dates and stuff like that. And, um, I would always wear, you know, and, you know, this is just, this is just me. This isn't, um, you know, because I'm a nerd, I guess. But I would always wear, like, a Green Lantern shirt or, you know, um, I have Green Lantern, I have Superman, I have Shazam, and I have both, I have the Flash um, TV show emblem, and, um, yeah, the, they're the, the good t-shirts, they're the expensive t-shirts, and I'm, I'm proud, and I was proud to wear them, you know, these are really nice t-shirts, and, um, I think each t-shirt back then I think it cost me like $25 a piece or something like that and um, so so yeah and then this girl tells me she goes you remind me of, of you know first she asked me she was like do you watch the Big Bang Theory and I go no I, I don't watch the Big Bang Theory. You know, the people at the comic book store, you know, they, they told me that it wasn't a good show because it makes fun of people like us and blah, blah, blah. So I didn't watch it for a while. And, um, you know, she started talking about it and said that I reminded her of, um, 
you know, people on the show, stuff like that. But essentially, probably Sheldon. Um, and then I would, um, see, I didn't think nothing of it. So, at that time, the, um, the sub shop right up the road, they have this special that you buy two subs on Sunday and you get one for free. And like once a month or once every couple months, I would, um, I would place an order and I would go up and I would wait for, for my subs to get done, um, you know, because I was in Moody to sub. And... You know, the the young girl up there, which, you know, now she's probably like late 20s, 30-ish. She looked at me one day and she, um, you know, she started striking a conversation with me. And every time I would go in there, she, she told me that she liked my shirts and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, thank you. And stuff like that and uh, the one day she she looked at me and she goes do you watch the big bang theory and i go no i don't watch the big bang theory she goes you remind me of um of sheldon on there because he always wearing a t-shirt like that <laughs> and um so yeah i i it's two girls that don't know each other they're both attractive um, one was nerdy the other one um, when it works she was just I don't know I don't know how to explain it but she was um, she likes her drugs anyway the um, so I just started one day, started looking for it on TV. I think back then, um, whether it be Fox or I can't remember, I can't remember the um, the network, but they always had a whole bunch of reruns of it. So I just started DVRing them. And I just started watching them. And um, I got more and more into the show. And I, I essentially I thought I watched mostly all the episodes. Because I started you know getting reruns and reruns and stuff like that. Then I started watching all the new episodes and stuff. And like that quickly became like my favorite TV series of all time. You know, before that, I enjoyed Everybody Loves Raymond. Like, that was... I really liked that um, that series. It was God, that was such a good series, too. And, um... I don't, like, I don't, I don't watch many TV series. I've watched Friends. I've watched... You know, um... Everybody loves Raymond. I've watched The Big Bang Theory. 
back in the day I watched the A-Team and ALF. But I don't remember in like the 90s. I guess 90210, but like a couple seasons in I got older. And I quit giving a crap about that. You know, that stupid, you know, what that was. And then, you know, most of the 90s I didn't care about watching TV. You know, other than the late 90s with wrestling. But, um, like I don't remember watching very many other sitcoms. But, you know, um, I binge watched Everybody Loves Raymond in a couple months when it was on Netflix. Might still be on Netflix for all I know, but I watched them also. At least twice. Um, and I watched Friends whenever it was on Netflix. I didn't watch it whenever it was brand new. That was, um... That was my teenage, my mid to late teenage years. And that was more of alcohol and women, not TV shows. So that's where priorities were for me in the late 90s anyway. Um, but yeah, Big Bang Theory. I, um, some reason I thought of it. This week, and I searched for it on iTunes, and like season one's like thirty bucks, and like season, and I'm like, it's like I, there's no way I'm gonna be able to buy all these seasons for like, and then I just keep looking, and it's like the complete series, and I'm thinking to myself, while it's loading. Because apparently, like, iTunes and stuff's getting, like, bombarded because it's, like, it's getting slower and slower. Like, I can't watch anything on my, on my computer with iTunes and play video games at the same time. Because it'll play about 20 minutes of a movie or anything, and then it'll just do the, the loading, you know, circle thing. And I'll stay there forever. And it makes it unwatchable. So I, I started just, you know, pulling my Apple TV out of my bedroom, bringing it out, hooking it up to my other TV, and then just watching it, you know, my Apple TV with a remote control, you know, on my other TV. And um, that works fine. But, like, you notice, like, when you start loading an app and stuff, and it's gonna, you know, download all the data and stuff. God, it takes forever these days anymore. You get started with Netflix and then slowly creeping into iTunes and everything else. But while it, load, while it was loading and stuff, I'm thinking to myself, if it's under 100 bucks, for the whole series, I'm just gonna buy it, and um, it was under a hundred bucks, 
so so I bought it and so I you know now I own the entire series of the Big Bang Theory and I started watching it and I think I'm up to season three now I can sit here play video games and binge watch Big Bang Theory. I could do that all day. Um, you know, that's... God, it's such a great... such a great TV show. Um, but yeah, that's... That's essentially what I've been doing all week is watching the Big Bang Theory and playing video games. Essentially more fancy star online. I played a little bit of Diablo, but not very much the other day I get I hit my like my 300th hour on fantasy star and I go I, I really want to Really want to just take a little bit of a break and So I loaded up Diablo and I started playing I did I don't know 15 greater riffs or so and then I'm like Let's see what's on, you know, Xbox Games Pass. And I, I started looking there and I started playing and stuff like that, other games, but like nothing like. I guess my video games, my, my playing video game, I guess, palette has changed since, you know. I don't know, over the last couple years. Like, back in the day, like, I could play, like, anything and, and be entertained. Like, I remember playing the first Halo Wars. I played, you know, any game you could think of on the 360, and, and I, would, I would be entertained and stuff. But I played Halo Wars 2, and it's, it's, that's a decent, um, you know, essentially, um, StarCrafty game, but I did, you know, I did the tutorials and stuff, and then I did, like, the first mission, and I'm like, I'm good, I really don't feel like playing this game anymore, because, like, the cutscenes beforehand... Are like three times as long as freaking the StarCraft ones. And they're decent, but, you know. That's the game. That's the. St where the story that doesn't compel me comes in that I really don't care. And I just want to play the game at that point. Um, you know, the StarCraft one, at least that has a good story. Um,. I could care less about the Halo story. I, I, don't, I don't. I'm not in the Halo. Um, and you know, obviously the Diablo story and stuff like that. If if I wasn't in the Diablo story, I wouldn't have read all you know five or six books that they have on Audible. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I played that. You know, I played like the first couple missions of that. I got. I'm done with that one. 
then Darksiders 3, I started playing that, and I don't know. That game's not for me. It says it's like a Diablo game, but that does not remind me of like a Diablo game like that. I don't know. That game sucks. I can't believe they charge that much money for that game. Um, played Streets Rage 4. That's that's a decent game. You know, harkens back to the 80s for us. Beat 'em up games back in the day from the regular Nintendo. That game's pretty good. I played that for a while. Um, I think I downloaded Gears 5. I haven't played that yet. Figured I would play um, I'll play what Nexus names, you know, essentially last game at the Coalition. But I really haven't played that. I haven't, haven't played that game yet. Really don't know if I am or not. The Games Pass ends on the 21st, which that's. Essentially, I'm gonna have to pay for another month, so it's gonna be 15 bucks. I don't know, we'll see in the next month if I play that game or not. It's not looking good though with Fantasy Star coming to PC. Really want to look at Gears Tactics and um, you know the day before. Day before Fantasy Star comes out on PC, um, Minecraft Dungeons comes out everywhere, you know, on PC and on Xbox. So I'm debating on whether or not to play that or not. I wasn't too enthused with uh, watching it on Twitch a couple weeks ago, so I. I'll probably try it out for like a couple hours, but I don't think I'm gonna take that big of a dive on it. But other than that, that's about it. It's my weekend. You know, I did a lot. It's, it might seem like I did a lot, but video game wise, but. The Darksiders and the Halo Wars and stuff like that, that was all in essentially like a couple hour period and I just went, I'm done, I just went back to Fantasy Star, I went to Diablo, I can't remember at this point. But yeah, that's essentially it, that's, that's essentially the show gonna be it's a bit longer show than usual <laughs> than the last few have been but um, you know hopefully you guys at least get some information you guys didn't know beforehand and you know stuff like that um, the other thing is and it's probably not gonna be on sale from iTunes anymore um, you know, 
before this show comes out and everything, it's probably not on sale anymore on iTunes now at all. But. Um. What was it? Gone in 60 seconds. And, um. Tombstone I bought for $5 each. For my other two things that I bought that were cheap as crap. Um. Yeah, that was. They're two really good movies that I enjoy. Enjoy ever living out of. Anyway, I will. I will end the show with that, and and um, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, they have a bunch of PTR news that tell you guys whether it be good or bad news and we sh we'll, sh we'll see um, you know come Thursday how good this PTR is at least we got two weeks to figure it out and for them to change stuff and stuff like that so we shall see you've been listening to episode 261 of the Shattered Soul Stone your Diablo community podcast Listen episode, you can find the show's blog, listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. With your support, you can help the show grow, become a Patreon today, patreon.com slash soulstone. Come join us in-game or in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone. We're open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord the ultimate team and community-based experience find the discord invitation link on our twitter and facebook page as well as the shattered soulstone website the show is powered by you the listener send your contributions thoughts questions and feedback to show at shatteredsoulstone.com we love twitter come join and tweet with us you can find the show's Twitter at Shattered Stone, Dead Greed at Dead Greed 1812. You can find me at Shazam081. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawn Forge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, over 260 episodes for your listening pleasure. Dawn Forge. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.